Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 229, The Art of Looking Like a Fool, by David Kane of Raptitude.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Optimal Living Daily podcast, the podcast where I get permission from authors of some of the best blogs on the planet and read them to you all for free. A pretty good deal for you if you ask me, and I'm happy to do it. I found listeners of this podcast to be the nicest people I've heard from ever, seriously. I think if you're looking to listen to these types of posts that will help you optimize your life, and really to better yourself, you're probably doing it because you realize there is a better you out there, and you understand that we can always work on ourselves to make the world a better place, and if everyone did that, it would be a better place. All that to say, thank you for listening, and if you've written to me before, Thank you for that, because I've only received nice words. Even criticism has been framed in a good or lighthearted way, and I appreciate that. Anyway, it would usually be Wellness Wednesday, but I just launched my brother's podcast, Optimal Health Daily, which is another spinoff to this show. So since he's reading the health and wellness articles, I thought I'd continue reading my usual stuff, which is mostly personal development and minimalism posts. If you want some awesome articles on diet and fitness, wellness pretty much all things health, search for Optimal Health Daily and subscribe to that one too. It helps support this podcast if you do. And this is getting long, so let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. The Art of Looking Like a Fool by David Kane of raptitude.com. You've probably experienced a phenomenon we could call the spiral of delay. You put off an obligation repeatedly until it seems so stupid that you haven't done it yet that the thought of doing it becomes almost humiliating, so you delay a little longer. You can't always know what costs you'll face in embarrassment and penalties to, say, renew your tenant insurance 11 weeks late, but we all know that those costs can only get larger when you make it into 16 weeks or six months. Yet so often we procrastinate anyway for a very predictably worse outcome. I suppose some of you do everything more or less on time and don't know what I'm talking about, You can click away now if you like, or you can continue to read out of curiosity about what's quietly tormenting many of your fellow humans. From the emails I get, I know that many of you are horrendous procrastinators like I am, and that for you, having something on your to-do list that's two months or two years overdue is totally normal, if not exactly comfortable. Part of what we procrastinators worry about is that everyone will find out we aren't really adults. 
We avoid a task for the usual reasons at first. We can't find a good time this week. We need to look something up before we do it. But once we've delayed six weeks or six months or six years on it, we start avoiding it for a different reason because doing it so absurdly late is revealing to the world and maybe confirming for ourselves that we are failed adults, incompetent people all around. About a year ago, I realized it had been about a year since I paid my yearly fee for my P.O. box. I'm not sure what else happened that day, but I definitely didn't go down to the post office. I remembered it again three months after that. I knew it had almost certainly lapsed by then and it needed to be sorted out. But already I felt dumb for not having acted when a responsible person would have. By that point, doing the task wasn't just an annoying prospect, it was an embarrassing one. The usual rationalization surfaced. They hadn't phoned yet. Maybe I'd inadvertently paid for two years. Knowing I'd feel sheepish and stupid no matter when I went, it seemed not entirely unreasonable to do it later. Stupidity grows when we hide it. That was nine months ago, and finally I went down there yesterday, having thought about it at least weekly for the last few months. This tiny to-do was so built up by this point that walking down there felt like I was doing something much more serious, like reporting for the draft or getting baptized. No matter how small the thing, the act of avoiding it for so long makes it huge in your mind. And in a way, it is huge, because now the clerk or revenue agent or doctor you're dealing with can finally call you out on not being an adult. You would have no defense against this charge. They would only have to ask you the perfectly reasonable question, why are you only doing this now? And you would have to say, well, you see, I'm a moron. Some clever, famous person, Oscar Wilde, Jerry Seinfeld, once said something like, quote, if you're caught in a vicious cycle of your own doing, just turn left someplace where you normally turn right, unquote. My normal impulse when I do finally tackle an overdue obligation is to do my utmost to conceal my stupidity despite the evidence. I feel like I need explanations prepared that are more satisfying than, yeah, I just took an absurdly long time to get around to this. But this time, I did something totally different. I decided to embrace my general incompetence and make no efforts to obscure it or minimize it. I figured it's better to come off like Forrest Gump than to make another vain attempt to come off as the 99% organized person I for some reason think I should be. I walked into the post office fully willing to represent myself as obtuse, incompetent, completely oblivious to what's expected of a functioning person. And wow, was it liberating. I felt bulletproof because there's nothing I felt the need to defend against. It was a strange sensation for me to have no vital areas I felt I had to protect with excuses or rhetoric or hope. The truth is, most people you deal with will do anything to avoid openly implying that you're an idiot. That's at least as embarrassing for them as being one is for you. Admitting and embracing personal incompetence is a lot easier when you first recognize and embrace the incompetence of our species in general. If you've ever had to hire someone, you've seen at least one convincing sample of human ineptitude in the flood of completely unhirable people that respond to every job posting and who won't hesitate for a second to insist they're perfect for it. Nobody's a grown-up at everything. I now believe that all adults are grossly incompetent in at least a few areas, maybe many. Everyone's failings are just distributed differently across their respective lives. We meet society's standards and our own in a few areas and fall pitifully short in others. And that's normal. What's not normal is accepting it. We're all adults when it comes to certain things, but never everything. Sure, I push certain easy things off for weeks or years, but I do floss at least 360 days a year and I wonder how many Fortune 500 CEOs could say the same. So what happened when I finally went down to the post office without my usual determination to avoid looking dumb? As you might have guessed, it was completely painless, 
took less than five minutes, and went down in a way I never could have predicted anyway. Apparently, they have no record of my having rented the box. At some point, they rented it out to someone else, even though I was never notified, and even though I still have a working key. Oddly, or maybe tellingly, the four pieces of mail sitting in the box were addressed to four different people, none of whom were me, or the quote-unquote current renter. The young clerk was about as embarrassed at the post office's bumbling as I feared I would be about mine, and I ended up being the one graciously fielding the apologies. Oh, it's no problem, I'm sure it'll get cleared up, I said with genuine compassion. The situation itself isn't resolved, she'll call on Monday, but my need to avoid it certainly is. I am fully aware that at least some of the incompetence that created this mess is mine, and I'm enjoying this new feeling of being completely okay with that. You just listened to the post titled The Art of Looking Like a Fool by David Kane of Raptitude.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I totally relate because I do postpone stuff like that for years sometimes. Once again, super quick, if you could take a second to subscribe to my new spinoff podcast, Optimal Health Daily, my brother and I would greatly appreciate it. It's an awesome way to show your support. I'll leave it at that. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you tomorrow with a post from Good Life Zen where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.